welcome to the Coco Cafe Shop Podcast. This is me, Kaylee. And then I have my lovely godmother. Hi, I'm Laura. And we're just going to talk about ourselves before we really get into all the juicy deets. And don't mind the the clicking, you know, we got to smoke a little bowl or something before <laughs> we get into it. Yes, because... On this podcast, we are going to be very frank. You know, Ooh, we're gonna speaking of frank. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll get into that too <laughs> later. But yeah, we're gonna speak honestly. So you well, know, it might involve some drinking while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you never know. Also, we do not condone underage drinking no, or, uh, or use of marijuana. Under unless. the age of 18. Unless. Unless. You live in a state. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess let's just jump into us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off with, I guess, little introductions about ourselves. So should I go first? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Drinking your, what is it? Canada. Canada Dry. Canada Dry. Yuck. <laughs> but um, let's see. I'm 21. I am in college. I think I'm on my like fifth year. I don't know. I lost track. I lost track going full time, part time, not going. I don't even know. Um, I go for management and entrepreneurship, so that's not that fun, but I'm managing. I love Ben Platt and Imagine Dragons. I literally Yeah, I can go on and on. I need VIP tickets. You know they're good. Say they're good. They're good. Uh Uh-huh. I knew it. Oh, where am I? Number four? Mm -hmm. Oh I love cats. Obviously I love my Yeah, I love my baby. I I've definitely grown to loving black cats and that's all I want is a black cat. They're so so beautiful and pretty. Um, Ed's a cool cat. Yeah, he's a fucking cool cat. He's he, a cool ass cat. Oh, he's trained. Ooh, when I say trained, think of a trained dog. Yeah, that's him. He even knows his name. Yeah, we were. I worked really hard to do that during quarantine, but that's the thing she can do. Mm-hmm. And he does yoga. Uh, yeah, he does yoga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, it's giving him stretchies. It's <laughs> morning, afternoon, and it's the funniest stretchies. shit you ever want to see. I'll show you guys one day. Yeah. Um, number five. I don't really know. What you like on TV? You like? Oh, oh! I love how I met your mother. Don't even get me started. Yes, she's um, obsessed. Yeah, I'm recently getting into the Big Bang Theory, and it's pretty good actually. I love Leonard. I feel like I'm Leonard, but apparently I'm Sheldon. As <laughs> I found out yesterday, I'm Sheldon. I guess, but. I like to think I'm Leonard. You're more Leonard. You're more <laughs> Thank Leonard. You. Thank you. Thank you. It's your turn. You're oh, five, your five turn. things. Alrighty. I am 57 years old. 57 years young. <laughs> <laughs> young and beautiful. Oh, thank you. Right back at you, baby. Um, let's see, I'm 57. I'm married. I have a son, Julian, who's 25. He's a musician. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, 
I is he a good musician? He's a very good musician. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's a... yeah. Look him up, Julian K. Jackson. You'll yeah. see him on Spotify. Yep. Um, let's see. I used to be a physical therapy technician or a rehab technician for 32 years, <laughs> which I loved. I did acute care. I didn't do too much outpatient. When I was pregnant, I did a little bit outpatient, but I mostly did inpatients, which I absolutely loved doing the hard patients, mm. sitting up people <laughs> in a coma. You haven't lived till you've done that. It's an awesome experience to help somebody. But anyways, I'll get into that because I can't do that anymore. So... Yeah, talk about why you can't do that. I I was diagnosed with a disease called sarcoidosis back in 2007. Oh, and you messed up the system. You're supposed to be like five. <laughs> five, so we know what fact you're on now. Oh, what fact is this? I don't know. It was like four. Or I don't. You know what? Let's see. I said how old I was. Yeah. I said I was married and had a son. Then Julian. And Julian. Your PTC. Oh yeah. And while I was uh, a tech, I I needed a change, so I became a hairstylist for a while, <laughs> which. I absolutely loved. I had two aunts, God rest their souls, on their salon a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I love your work, too. She does pretty much everyone's hair, and it's amazing work. And if you're wondering what that is, I'm blowing her kisses. Cause, and I'm ooh. catching them. Oh, yeah, she's catching them. <laughs> and you're, don't mind the little flick, like I said. Just got to light up that mm-hmm. light up that cigarette right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, bad habit. Please don't do it. I'm trying. She knows what she's doing, so yeah, she's allowed. <laughs> and your uh, fifth fact? Oh, oh, yeah, you you were on the um the sarc. Oh yes, yes. I have a disease called sarcoidosis. Saying that, I was diagnosed two thousand and seven. Been battling that. Two thousand and fifteen, it took me out for good. So I am now disabled, and I go to the Cleveland Clinic. Woohoo, Cleveland Clinic. Woo! They saved my life. Blow them a kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout highly, out. Highly recommend. Absolutely. They are everything they claim to be. So I go there every six weeks for treatment for the last seven Ooh, years. Taking good care of you. Yes, they're taking very good care of me. Don't mind if you hear <laughs> sitting by Kiki or what, American? She's an American pit bull American? terrier. She's a rescue. Yeah. And we can't control that. You know, her drooling everywhere, mm-hmm. running around. No matter where we go, she follows. So yep. we're all just going to have to to deal. <laughs> deal with the dog. <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. So we pretty much made this podcast because we are both two different people of age ranges that have been through a lot and we do suffer with certain I don't know what would you say mental illnesses I mean depression yeah anxiety we we go through a fair share of stuff and we do know that people relate and might need some guidance and also we have a lot of stories that (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. You just kind of need to get it off your chest, right. you know? And unfortunately, our stories aren't rare. Unfortunately, they're all too common. And I think as women, we're always taught to just suck it up or not to be believed. But not anymore. We we need to stick together and help each other and rally together. We gotta, um, as women, we need to get our power back. Yes. Because... I was in a horrible situation, and I had absolutely no power, no faith, no nothing. And let me tell you, I got my power back. I am getting the help I need. I'm expressing how I feel. I don't let anyone run over me. I mean, I'll try not to. (laughs) But, (laughs) hey, I'm working on it, but I got most of my power back. And I guess that's what we want our viewers to know is that, you should have your power, be in control of your power, and mm-hmm. nobody else. You know, if you're a male or a female, mm-hmm. you know. And we're kind of sick and tired. Well, I know I'm real sick and tired of the abusers. Like, their feelings and their livelihood and everything from them mattered more than our innocence. Yeah, they're kind of just... It is a true thing, you know? The abusers kind of just... Don't go say back anything. Their, yeah. yeah, they yeah. go back to their lives or whatever. Statute of limitations on most part. You don't want to say anything. Terrified. Yeah. Most of the time they tell you you're going to hurt somebody or something's going to happen to you. You know, and you could you could be through... so You can be ignored so much and imagine. Imagine you harmed yourself and you were gone and... Oop, your abuser is still out. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to deal with that. Your abuser no. should, you know, serve the correct justice, mm-hmm. I guess I'd say. Like, my abuser, I know that they are still, you know, back at their house living mm-hmm. their life. Because I, you know, they live by where I go to frequently and I'll drive by and I just, you know, you can't help but not to look. Right. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> just kind of there, right. still at work. And it pisses you, know. you off. Wherever, well, you gotta get all this help, especially when you have to, especially when you don't have the funds, and now you're put yeah. in a situation where you have to pay for this and that, and they're just having fun having buying fun. switch games or victim. something. Yeah, finding another victim. victim, and you're just traumatized for so. the rest of your life. And that's another thing. This doesn't go away. You get better about it, but it does not go away. It's something you battle for the rest of your life. And and this is from the perspective of like a 21-year-old and a 57-year-old. So that just shows, mm-hmm. you know, it we really stays haven't with come you. Far. Yeah, and it re- at, I, we're finally being heard. Mm-hmm. Because I, as women, we have a hell of a lot more power. Than we give ourselves credit for. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I th- I didn't even realize I had the certain things in me, you know, to mm-hmm. say or stand up for myself. And then when I do it, I'm like, oh, you know what? I should have been doing this a long time ago. But you're doing it now, and that's what's important. But we were so we're just trying to kind of bring light to that that we don't deserve to be run run down on mm-hmm. or whatnot. Unheard. 
men as well because this thing kind of ha- it happens to everyone yeah, i mean absolutely. i whatever happened to me you know it happened between me and my best friend who is a female and i'm not even gay you know it's right as long as you're gullible and whatnot, it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Don't so. say it can't happen to you because... Yeah, male and male, male to female, female to male, Ooh. female to female. Mm. It does not matter. doesn't nope. matter your age range. It happens. Nope. Kid, teen, adult. Nope. If a predator has their eye on you, that's... Yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. No. No. What did Kurt Cobain say? Instead of teaching our daughters to protect themselves, why don't we teach our sons not to rape? Amen. Amen. How many people are going to put that in their Instagram bio? Because that's nice. Uh, I'm considering it. Because that's nice. R.I.P. Kurt. R.I.P. Here she goes, growling. Oh, it's just... Oh, she's about to get started. Oh. Oh. I think it's the mailman. It's the mailman. Oh, it's the mailman. We got some mail to tend to. We'll be right back. Well, that was pretty useless. You know when you get mail and, like, nothing's for you and you're just like, why did I just go outside? Yeah. And it's cold. Yeah, and it's cold. You just go outside for, what, a Kroger ad or something? Uh Uh-uh. I wish they'd tell you what you're going to get so I know it's worth my time. I'll leave it out there till the next time I get mail. Or me. Yeah, or make make someone else go do it. (laughs) Quit sending me flyers. I know I'm old. You know the amount of useless stuff i get in the mail i mean places i don't even go to like why am i getting menards ads i've I've been there once i'm banned i'm banned from menards for the rest of my life so that's that that's a that's a yeah that's a pretty funny story actually i was with the abuser and she got arrested and here i am oh no i'm grounded i got i was so scared but we'll get into that that was a fun time it wasn't fun at the moment. Well, no. It's terrifying at the moment, but then you can laugh at it afterwards. Oh, yeah. I laughed at it like a week later. <laughs> After I was done being depressed and everything, <laughs> took a toll on me being banned from Menards. <laughs> well, we got a lot of stories to talk about. We really do. Abuse stories, funny stories, mm-hmm. things we experienced. and Oh, and we'll have guests. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have guests. And we're going to bring some men on here. And it's actually crazy when you when you get to hear our guests because not only are they going to be guests for funny stories they've experienced or we've experienced with them, it's also they are people that have been through some mm-hmm. some deep shit. Yeah. Like in the same kind of realm of realm yep. as us and whatnot. So it's interesting because, like we said, it happens to a lot of people. Way too much. Even if it's not any kind of sexual assault, you know, mental illness mm-hmm. happens to so many people. Yep, and we need to just keep talking about it more and more and normalize it. Because it's not anybody's fault. It's just like any other disease. I don't think I know a single person, honestly, that doesn't, doesn't have anything. <laughs> you know, that's just my friend group. So... Well, we're all working on it, though. I can say that. We're all trying to get, hey, you know, control. Trying to get it controlled. Mm-hmm. Keep on checking. All right, let's dive into this. All righty. Decided that we're going to start off with my, uh, what do you want to say, story, story. <laughs> incident? I don't. Story. Yeah, it's your story. It, it does 
make a lot of me and who I am too today. It's pretty lengthy and it is kind of hard to understand. So we're she's gonna help. Um, Laura's gonna help guide everybody mm-hmm. and help you understand because it is a bit confusing mm-hmm. for you to get. And this is um the first time people are actually going to hear this story because other than you know close. Friends, friends and family, family and you know the right. cops but <laughs> <laughs> the cops and shit but um and the judge and just, the judge. just everybody and it's still ongoing actually yeah. and still trying to get that justice but i guess let's get into it all righty so about me i am a very happy person and i don't like at the time I'm in high school, I didn't like to see anyone sad or anything because at the time I'd say I wasn't sad. I was just happy living life. Mm-hmm. Just started high school doing my thing, my high school thing. You're yes, a freshman. You and I happened to stumble upon this person and a lot of friends and family and even people that don't know will probably get the gist of who it is. Yeah, because we will not name names. We don't want to get sued. Yeah, and ruin. It ruined any or, investigation yeah, of what's going to be happening. Or, or anybody saying, oh, I didn't do it. Because, you know, that's what they all say. Oh, I never did it. You're a liar. And so we don't even have to say it. We'll just say a person. Well, I did a, I, I did another podcast. It's not out yet. I said, oh, yeah. I called her um, Sarah. Sarah. But because I have a extreme lisp, I might say... Uh, I don't know. What's not too hard? <laughs> Jane? Jane. All right. I'm like that with my tongue. So, <laughs> oh, that didn't sound right. Sounded weird. Yeah, that was like really weird. But well, we get we get what's going on with that. So, Alrighty. I noticed Jane sitting in class. We're both in band class. It's my first time ever in band. I'm enjoying it. I'm actually a trumpet player. And Jane is a trumpet player, too. So, I'm sitting, like, about four, I want to say chairs away from her, because she's been playing longer, and I decided, like, you know, hey, this person does not need to be sad. They do not need to just have high school be like that, you know? You want to have a great time. So, I ended up becoming her friend, making the first move of, like, hey, let's sit together, let's learn trumpet together, let's be friends, and I ended up being pretty much that one and only friend she really had, or that one and only friend you could say she trusted, um, and we became friends for about, I don't six? Six years. Six years, all right. Bear with me on the timeline, it's a lot, you know, I'm not really, don't really know the exact date of every event, (laughs) but yeah, I'd say we were friends for about six years. Yeah. Yeah. So for about the first year of friendship, we were pretty good. I mean, we lived our best life. I we actually actually coincidentally lived like two streets away, so that's even weirder mm-hmm. when you think about it when you right. hear the rest of the story, but which made it harder to leave too, but we she didn't have a car at the time, so we just made the best of it. Best of high school, we would walk to the mall, take about hour and walk back maybe even more than an hour but we would just do all that stuff movies 
your friends. Fireworks. Yeah, everything you do with your friend, your best friend. And then um, after a year of just me and her, it just kind of started to go downhill. Now, this is where I'm introduced into her her life, like her, I'd say, relationship life. And now this guy, I could say his name because it's not his real name. Nope. At the time, his name was Ken. And a lot of my high school friends probably know because I would always talk about it. But his name was Ken and he was talking to her and whatnot, you know, texting. I don't think they were calling, obviously. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they they would text and I noticed that she was hurt by it. Hurt by what he would say to her and he just wasn't treating her right. And then I realized, you know, I'm stronger, I'm stronger than she is. I... I've had at least one boyfriend. I I think I'm experienced. And <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah, so I'm just like, let me help you out. He probably won't be mean to me. And sure enough, he was not mean to me and never met the guy. It was only kind of texting. But if you backtrack, I've only known about this guy because of him texting her. So I don't really know much. But I ended up getting his number through her and texting him and then we date we're not dated i'd say talked for about three months Mm -hmm. and mind you never met him um we're dating for about three months and then here's when shit hit the fan i don't know everything just went south and just got so complicated so make sure you're you're ready to hear this because it don't make no sense well it's when when you first hear it you think how in the hell did she not know? Mm, yeah. Right? That's what people usually give you. How the hell did she not know? But if you take into account your age. It's probably like 16 at the time. Yeah, 16, 28. And your lack of, like, street smarts. and Yeah. Because you're, you're a good-natured person. You don't think like a criminal Mm -hmm. so that's why it was so easy you know being so just naturally generous loving kind right and because she was your best friend yeah you felt that you know why would she lie to me why should we do anything mean to me or why would anything Mm -hmm. and we all have those people in our lives oh absolutely whether they're your mom or dad your aunt Mm -hmm. your best friend your boyfriend or girlfriend anyone you you know that you have established that level of trust because Mm -hmm. of their i guess their status right but yeah i did trust her Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so bear with her yeah here we go so after a year of just being complete friends with her having the time of my life three months of pretty much falling in love with this guy it's really quick but i'm young Fell in love with him after texting him for three months. Next thing I know, my friend Jane is in my basement with me and we're talking about Ken. And, you know, she taps me on my shoulder and says, hey, I know you love, bless you, Kiki. I know that you love him. I have a surprise for you. And that surprise was picture you have your friend so i'm gonna say for instance my god mom who i just call mom because i'm not gonna go in (laughs) hey god mom (laughs) mom slash laura but 
say you have Laura here and I would say, hey, dad or Dennis, Mm -hmm. he would come out like his whole entire personality. Now, even though I'm looking at Laura, Dennis is talking to me through her. She's no longer, she loves purple, Mm -hmm. but now every time she's thinking about a color, she's thinking about Red, because mm-hmm. that's Dennis's favorite color. Oh, so right. it's like a personality thing. And, you know, when you... I I believe my best friend. Like I said, I, I don't know anything about Supernatural and whatnot. So I believe that this was true, especially with the proof I was getting, which makes it really hard, too. But mm-hmm. I believe that after loving this guy for three months, he is through her. And that's how we talk now. We talk that way. So we're probably having our relationship, not, yeah, I'd say relationship, yeah, we were dating, I guess, but I'm having this relationship with him through her, but occasionally I'm seeing her, like, I could say, like, hey, Jane, come out, hey, Ken, come out, and, I mean, I guess it was pretty fair, I'm like, oh, this is cool, this is fun, it's exciting, supernatural this, supernatural that, telling my friends, Obviously, no one fucking believed me because, you know, <laughs> I'm a cra- batshit crazy girl in, you know, um, what, sophomore year now of high school, thinking I'm in love. I don't know. You do what you will. Mm-hmm. Imagine how you would be. And we started, it just was, it was good. I'll say that. And then after about maybe, we're now we're into two months of doing this. Now I just never see her again. So for the rest of the time being like five years or four years, um, it's just him now. And this is where I lose all my control and everything. And now Ken is, he's out all the time. He's watching my every move. And I can't, I can't date. I barely knew how to I'm fucking one well mm-hmm. 21 but when I was 20 I barely knew how to make my food no you didn't know how to do shit no I I didn't know how to do shit I had really no mm-hmm. life skills I'm yeah no life skills I mm-hmm. even when I tried to learn like for instance when I was at my mother's house my Real mom, um, when I would do my laundry, I didn't know how to, and my mom would just constantly try and teach me, but part of me would always forget because she, well, Ken, I guess, well, we're concluding it, we think it's the same person, mm-hmm. but Ken would just, he would take over and want to do it for me. So every time I tried to learn things, I had someone who, I guess, loved me and would take over, so I never really had to do anything, and that just became my normal. I mm-hmm. never really needed to drive because he would do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I'd be like, let's go to Texas. And he'd be driving me down to Texas. I I said one time I like an iPad. I get an iPad, you know. Mm-hmm. I got what I wanted. And it just kept me longer. And it kept you on it the rope. Just was, yeah, mm-hmm. kept me on the rope and mm-hmm. just... For years and years and years. I'm glad I'm out, though. But after a while, it started to get a little too much, I'd say. It it started to become where there'd be sexual things. And now, this is where we talk about different forms of consent. Because, you, you, you know, you don't have to say, no, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. If, you, you know, if you... 
kind of initiate that you don't want it, that still counts. You don't want it. You know, have right. those off feelings, especially if, you know, because you might not know how to say it. You Some people are scared to say mm-hmm. no, but yeah, you mm-hmm. could just tell. Yeah, something just isn't right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it was for, for me. It Although it, I wasn't really stating no, I just felt wrong. I felt disgusting because you got to remember, I'm seeing a female who's my best friend doing these things to me as they're supposed to be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you kind of think to to extent, you know, Supernatural is cool, but that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Especially the things that align, such as... I never really wanted to see her naked, but, you know, there was that one-sided feeling about, you know, everywhere I went and I was naked, she was there, but I can't, can't get a little peek of that belly button <laughs> or something, you know, there, it was always sketchy, so, but, uh, she was able to take advantage of me when I refer to she and him, you know, bear with me, it's hard because mm-hmm. we know well, we think, you know, we're going to go with we know. We know it's her. We know it's her. We know she. She's the one doing these things. She but it is still confusing, you know, mm-hmm. just getting out of this thing. Well, when you explain it, like when you came to our house. Mm-hmm. When you came and Julian went to your house. Said something's not right. And then you said something to us. And then I said... Did she like the movie Ghost? Oh, yeah. If you guys want a good little fucking analogy. And she said, that was her favorite movie. I said, because that's what she just did to you. Yeah, watch the movie Ghost. I still haven't watched it. You got to watch it because Whoopi Goldberg. But it's it's a spirit of a dead man who comes into her. Not another living person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would have been a little bit better if this person was maybe dead. dead? I don't know. But the <laughs> fact that, I don't know, it just was, I guess that's, but that's what makes where it she real. Got, yeah, that's yeah. where she got the idea. But yeah, she did that. And whew, I've been, you know, she she actually was sad to say it's a very vulnerable thing to announce. But she actually took my virginity yeah. and... Just the things that happened to me, you know, vaginal. Um, obviously, I never did the oral part, but that was happening to me. Um, just yeah. everything. Putting well, things in we me. Told fisting. You. Yeah. yeah, fisting. Ugh. Just imagine being young and you're mm-hmm. being violated like that. And violently. Yeah, violently too. And But... You're kind. I'm just kind of trying to make me feel better, make myself feel better by believing this is true. Yeah, is no. true. Girl, you better not bark. We don't got the time. No, we don't have time for barking. Oh, she left. All right. I'm good. But just, just everything that happened to me, it's very traumatizing, especially at the time. Like I said, when you've never had any sexual encounter. Yeah, and that's how you get introduced to it. Yeah, and, and I get introduced like that, so it made it really hard to do anything with other people, but that doesn't even that doesn't even scratch the surface of no. what but on top of that sexual assault, um we're kind of I've talked to some therapists and whatnot, we're kind of standing with the term of grooming. So I was groomed by my best friend. And just the little things, not being able to 
do anything alone. I never actually really went anywhere without her. No, she was, she was always, always there. there. Mm-hmm. And everyone would ask, too. They would say, like, hey, are you guys gay or something? You know, everyone mm-hmm. kind of had some mm-hmm. sort of suspicion. Right. Like, to think that we're together, you know, because uh-huh. best friends can be with each other all the time. And right. I don't, you know, for you to come to that conclusion, hey, yeah, you guys gay. Yeah. <laughs> there was something up. Yeah. But, people noticed. Yeah, some people noticed. And the sad thing is that no one actually bothered to help. So that is also why it happened so long. Because on top of not getting help, who if, if you're not getting help, who do you go to? You right. know? You just stay with yourself. I know we all had that moment where you're, like, depressed, but mm-hmm. you have no one to let that out to mm-hmm. and express yourself with. So you just... You know, like, I guess who's going to believe me? Yeah, I guess that's why people self-harm, too. You Absolutely. know, like, you have nobody, you're just with your thoughts. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, no one's believing me, certain family, certain friends. And I just kind of was like, you know what? This is normal. So I just stayed and mm-hmm. we ended up moving in together. And I live with her fucking cousin. Oh, my God. I lived with her cousin before I lived with her, but Lord. <laughs> um, but we ended up doing that together. We worked together. Yeah. We went to the same school together. Yeah. High school and college. Yeah. Went to the same middle school, but we didn't know of each other. But that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Lived in elementary, actually. Went to, or lived about yeah, two lived streets. Yeah, same neighborhood. Yeah, same neighborhood. Like I said, two streets away. Just, just, it was... It was, like, designed for me. Like, the whole situation <laughs> was, like, you know what? I got the perfect candidate to, to stay in this um, traumatic situation. <laughs> you know, she doesn't have to get a car to drive so far. She just walked down the street. Like, you know, fuck you. Here you go. But that's <laughs> that's that. There's a lot more. You know, I'll explain later on in other episodes um, the evidence I have. Or, like, the, the what kind of proof I have oh, to... Yeah you know, align with the story, because this is a real thing, this really happened, this is, you know, real information that's detrimental, detrimental, yeah, detrimental to the, a a real person's life and whatnot, she was taking someone's identity to make the story really work, Mm -hmm. um, I'll probably, we'll, we'll probably have a couple of people. I'm thinking of having some people come on that, you know, had some signs, like, mm-hmm. but didn't really know what to do. Just so right. you can get their point of view of, you know, how what they thought as well. Right. And how that went. But we're going to fast forward to how I got out because, honestly, I think that is my favorite part of... This experience, and sorry, my nose is plugged. I can't do anything about that. I I don't know. I just got boogies. It just, it just happens all the time. I'm just a lost cause. But you know me. I'm always waking up or I'll just, middle of the day, just start leaking from salty boogers. But, uh, you, know, you know, you guys know what boogers taste like. We all do. Do you know what a booger tastes like? No. Ooh, she's lying. Uh huh. I probably ate one when I was little. Mm-hmm. I think all kids eat their boogers. Exactly. But you know, you you 
you slipped up and you're like, ooh, this book, this booger looks nice. And when you're like 30 years old or something, you know. I think we're getting off topic. Oh, sorry, that booger was. <laughs> just thinking about that salt. Now, now anyways, uh, go light your bowl. Go flick that lighter and light that bowl. All right. So, how I got out actually was. Oh, sorry, I'm so off topic because with her, with her bowl, she uses a little torch. I love it. You know, you got the casual lighter and you got the torch, torch. on a bowl. <laughs> yeah, if you know what a bowl looks like in mm-hmm. a little torch. Yeah. yeah, I don't really need the torch, but you know. It's still fun. It is fun. Blue flames and shit. Yep, it's a Rick and it's Morty. A, yeah, Rick and Morty little fun. Ooh. Anyways, um, I'm gonna go fill my bowl. Start talking. Keep talking. You know, she kind of left me to do this story, but I can't do this story without her. You know, she plays a big part. <laughs> She's gonna hear this back in the podcast, but... I can't do it without her, so we're just gonna take a a little break. I'll be headed through the static every single night. My head is filled with panic. Life's so full of shit, make the best out of it. So tired of lies, so tired of crying. Tell me how life feels to go, cause I don't feel like myself anymore. I'm sad alone. Ooh, did you hear that song? Wasn't it good? Yeah, that uh. is Into the Static by Apollo. You can find him on Instagram under X Apollo X. I I believe it's an O or the it's last. Oh, yes. The last uh so X A P O L L Capital O X on Instagram and that's the same thing Apollo on Spotify. And if you go on his Instagram you will see his little link tree, so check that song out. It's got Julian yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Julian's friend Al James yep. is on there. And so, yeah, it's got Apollo, Julian, and Al James. So, check it out. So, in this situation, me and Jane, we sleep in the same bed. We, shoot, we have two couches sit on the same couch. All right. But he came over for the first time, and he actually spent the night. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. But, and drank too much. Yeah, he must have drunk too much. Yeah, way too much. But mm-hmm. he he ended up spending the night, and he noticed. The first thing he noticed was that, why is this girl sleeping with my cousin? Mm-hmm. We're like really like second cousins, third yeah. cousins. You're my second cousin. Right. It's a, you know, yeah, that Mexican shit. Yeah. But he uh, noticed that, and I was very surprised because. Nobody really was ever vocal or t- noticed that, I guess. You know, people would come over and spend the night and never really seen that. Never said it. Yeah. You know, we were in the same bed. Like, right. it was pretty much a normal thing. But he said something, and um, I don't know. He came over the second time, and it ended up being like, you know, this girl sleeping with my cousin mm-hmm. again. Now, you know, once, maybe that's a little sketchy, but right. two times? Mm-hmm. So... I, what did he do? He told he came, you. Yeah, he came home and he says, ah, my, uh, something's not right over at Kaylee's. Like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. But something's not right. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to come over and talk to you and dad. Yeah, and I, I eventually, some part of me was kind of like, nah, I won't go. I won't go. But something brought me to go. And I am a very, I believe in my faith and god and whatnot so for me it felt like god was telling me like doesn't matter if you don't really know these people come over because this is finally your chance 
you know, because no one noticed, and that one person that noticed, you know, Mm -hmm. do what you got to do. Go Mm -hmm. over there. So I went over there, and I kind of, I told you, and I explained it to you like it was normal as fuck. Yep. You ever heard of, like, a standard (laughs) flowing conversation? (laughs) That's what that shit was like. Yeah, you just let it flow. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, we sleep, you know. Oh, we sleep in the same bed. Yeah, she makes my food. Mm-hmm. And I got to, like, kind of the sexual part, and you just kind of said, I always remember, like, honey, that's rape. And I'm like, you know, that's when it just sunk in, and mm-hmm. I just didn't know what to do there. I still was in a little bit of shock, and they actually, I was sleeping over here for a little bit, maybe, like, three, four days or something, and she yeah. started getting all crazy and shit. Yeah. Like, where you at? I'm like, I'm at Julian's house for yeah. fucking... Like blowing up your phone. Are you coming home and making this? I'm like, no, like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm coming home tomorrow. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still saying I'm gonna come home. And like I and she's still like on my ass. I'm like, I'm coming home. I've never seen these I haven't seen these people in so long, but right. just would constantly blow me up and then they um mom, dad, and Julian were just like, Stop texting her. Get your cat. Cause it could be potentially dangerous for whatever I own and Ed, my cat, and myself, so get your stuff. Yeah, because Dennis is there is no way you are going back to that place. Yeah, they just... Nope. They kind of... they. Well, well we not, believed you. Well, what yeah. was not to believe? You, They they believed me right away, and we actually got shit done. And yeah. They kept me here. I was kind of in a, a normal-sized room that just had a futon, and then mm-hmm. we realized that this is just a lot more complicated. I'm a lot more mentally damaged physically mm-hmm. damaged and yeah. that i need time so we actually like i guess what'd you say renovated yeah we renovated, renovated that room with the mm-hmm. futon and now yeah. i have my own room here mm-hmm. i'm safe i'm they've got me the correct help they've guided me to doing this and that seeing the right doctors psychiatrist so that's how that happened so every day i uh, I thank everybody in this house, even Kiki, because, damn, I've been wanting a dog for a minute. <laughs> Finally got one. I'm just getting it. But I thank them all the time, and I always thank my brother Julian, because if it wasn't for him noticing, well, if it wasn't for him hitting up Jane and saying, like, hey, I yeah. know you're good at the drums. Why don't you come over? If it wasn't for all those Little. things mm-hmm. yeah those little things that led up to that event mm-hmm. then i would not be right here and i actually think i'd probably be dead because actually julian came over the first time and noticed something was weird and then when he came over the second time he didn't know maybe a week or so before that first t- the second time he came over i actually attempted to take my life and it was pretty you meant business. Yeah, it was pretty close. You know, ambulance, all that stuff. It was... Oh, you locked the bathroom door. The bathroom door and my door. Yeah, and your door so like, nobody could get in. And yeah, you locked it. Did your I thing. Did my thing. And next thing I know, I'm passing out. This bitch is giving me at her. She found her way in my room. She got the, she used a guitar pick or something. Mm-hmm. She found her way in my room. Giving me this whack-ass CPR. But it worked, I guess. But is doing what she had to do. Um... You know, and and I th- also think that's a sign because that day, I'm a fat ass. Who doesn't like Taco Bell? I love Taco Bell. And she was going to give me Taco Bell and something told her 
she was on break, I think, or left early. Mm. It was going to surprise me and actually decided not to surprise me. And she came home and she heard me struggling to breathe. And I was thinking, you know, if she was like, oh, I'm going to surprise her. Mm-hmm. I probably would be dead. So just everything that led up to that, I'm just forever, like, thankful and grateful for. Because I think that, well, I know that Julian saved my life as, as long as, um, my bad, as well as you and dad. But he does play a big part in He's my man. <laughs> he's my big bro. Oh, sure. Blow his head up even more. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, he's... Well, he likes to that. say, yeah. I'm a feminist. Yeah, he's... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I talk... He'll get one sentence out with mm-hmm. a with a woman and feminist is in that sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm a feminist. I'm like, a feminist. hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Julian. I'm a feminist. <laughs> Well, it's nice to know he's a feminist. We'll it put, is. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not Raised know. him right. Yeah, definitely raised him right. So, you know, that is a sign that, you know, there are, that someone is going to, someone's going to come to you. Yep. And you might not know who it is because they were the last people I thought. Yeah. To, I, I hadn't seen you since you. I don't even know. Maybe my graduation party. graduation party. party you might have been at Noah's, but I think I. I was at Noah's for like a minute. I like dipped. Either you dipped or I dipped. But I think the last time, and I graduated in 2018, and now we're 2021. Yes, I hadn't seen you in three years. Yeah, so. And prior to that, it was God knows when before 2018. Yeah. Don't even. Yeah, because every time I ask where you are, oh, she's with her friends. Oh, she's here. Oh, she's there. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Because what's other, what's really cool, did we say we had the same birthday? Oh, yeah. Leo season. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo gang. If, if you're not a Leo, you probably suck. But no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love all. We love everybody. Another kisses, but no. If yeah, you're so Leo, me you and Dennis and Kaylee all have the same birth date. How fucking cool is that? <laughs> have the same <laughs> birthday mm-hmm. as my god mom and my god dad. Mm-hmm. Not the year, but the same but month the same and day. Month and day. But so I needed a water break. I'm mm-hmm. thirsty. We're sitting in the freezing cold because that heater is blaring and yep. it is making some noise. Yes, but we can't have that extra noise. We can't have that. So we're bundled up. So bear with us if you start hearing a shiver <laughs> and shit. It's Ooh, freezing. It's shivering, son. Ooh, shivers. Oh, yeah. Shivers. Speaking of that, news. Like that yeah, that's a really good song and Bad Habits. I wasn't really a fan of Ed Sheeran, but. No. And I heard that song when we were watching the TV, mm-hmm. but oh yeah, and also you might hear a lot of off topics because we tend to do that. Yeah, it's you can't put someone who talks a lot with another person that talks a lot, and you can't put someone that has many stories with another person. And, you know, it just doesn't mesh well. So if you're confused, you know, I can't help you there. Because right, Congressman? I don't know. I'll just I'll just confuse myself, too, trying to explain how to unconfuse you. But on another little small note, though, if your friend is coming up to you, telling you things that might not even add up, like the supernatural thing, you should... Take it upon yourself as their friend to listen to what they have to say and try your hardest not to judge and bring your 
horrible opinion or any opinion at all. Just, you know, try to listen to them and understand because although it, it seemed a little, it was crazy. When I was telling everyone in high school, mm-hmm. no matter how crazy it was, if they just believed me, right? you know, I would have not been in that situation or I would have gotten out a lot longer. So try to listen to what the people that are telling you things about are saying because you could be saving a life. Yeah. And making someone someone so happy and just we have to make not. it And you know it's hard enough to talk about. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that you know it's important to listen to your friends or family or whoever because they may be just dropping breadcrumbs for you mm-hmm. to follow. Yeah, because that's what I was doing. Breadcrumbs for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully you'll run into somebody who can pick up those breadcrumbs and follow it. Yeah. To help you. And that's kind of why we're here too. So if, you know, you don't know where to go or who to talk to, you know, we're going to yeah. give, like... If I said resources and stuff. Yeah, definitely resources. So we're we're definitely going to I like if you check out my Instagram, it's K McKenna eighty six, you'll see on the little story thing that I have resources for most things like O C D, anxiety, depression, self harming, just a lot of it. So not only do we have our resources, but we'll also include professional resources like links and whatnot not just like an instagram post so we're gonna give the best advice we can and the best guidance so we hope that you guys take from this and if you're in a crappy situation like this worse or not even compared to this we hope you get out and we wish you the best Mm -hmm. so that being said, we're going to end the episode, and we hope y'all enjoyed. And yeah, because we sure enjoyed sitting here sitting looking at, at each, each other, other talking. <laughs> talking, so yeah. So on our next episode, Kaylee's going to get into more depth of the situation she was in, and we're going to have Julian come and talk about his side and what he experienced in helping Kaylee get out of her situation and what it was like to see that happen you know Mm -hmm. being a family member yeah so stay tuned for the second episode